you didn't check out the video intro that I filmed and put together this week, it should be a link in the description of this podcast, and I would go check it out because it's pretty cool. So, this week, we're talking about The Night Stalker, or Richard Ramirez, which is a fairly new documentary on Netflix. It's a very intense and gruesome case where we're talking about Satanism, pedophilia, gruesome murders, and a lot more. So, if that's sensitive for you, or if you feel like maybe I'm not going to want to listen to this, I would turn the podcast off. Richard Ramirez was the fifth and last child out of his siblings, and by the age of 24, he was already committing his crimes. His childhood was very traumatizing and set him up for failure in life, considering at 12 years old, one of his cousins showed him pictures of women he supposedly raped, tortured, and then murdered while he was in Vietnam. And then when Richard was 13, he was present at the time when his cousin fatally shot his wife in the head. And his cousin, who was the same cousin who showed him pictures, was never charged when he pleaded insanity. At this time, Richard Ramirez began doing smaller crimes, such as breaking into people's homes, and then later, he went to jail for stealing a car. He was abused growing up and had unusual punishments, such as being tied up in a graveyard to a headstone overnight, and many beatings to him and his siblings from his father. He was also subject to epileptic episodes early on in his life due to several head injuries that he had, and the influence from his cousin caused him to rape, torture, kidnap, and kill. His first victim was a 79-year-old widow in 1984. He raped and killed her. He then waited until 2009 to commit his next known murder, which was a nine-year-old girl who he raped and killed. He committed most of his crimes in or around Los Angeles, and mostly in people's homes. Ramirez was a Satanist, meaning he worshipped and followed Satan. Often, when people would tell him they didn't have any more valuables, he would ask them to, quote-unquote, swear on Satan. He used guns knives, tire irons, handcuffs, thumb cuffs, and his own body to kill these people. And each kill was brutal and inhumane. There are some details in the next part not everyone is going to want to hear, so skip it if you're skeptical. In one of his first murders, he cut out and took a woman's eyes. Later, he kidnapped a six-year-old girl from her home, brought her back to his home, and he raped her. He then dropped her off at a gas station and told her to call 911 so her family could come to get her, as if nothing had ever happened. After this, he started abducting more children. Each time, he would sexually assault them and then leave them. Because he chose victims of all genders, races, and ages, people had a hard time believing that there was a serial killer, seeing as his range was so wide. His mistake was that he left boot and fingerprint marks at the crime scenes, and because he had left people alive, the police had several descriptions of what he looked like. At first, the police arrested the wrong guy, and the man was similar to Richard Ramirez, but the victims knew it wasn't him. The police had told one of the lead detectives on the case that 
the man that they had arrested was a creep, but it wasn't the same creep. On August 30th, Ramirez left a fingerprint on a scene, and he was identified. His picture was put out to the public, and someone identified him on the streets of California. An angry mob chased after him and started to beat on him. Eventually, police arrived, and he was arrested before he was beaten to death. In the end, they charged him with 13 murders along with all the other crimes he had committed. The judge said that the crimes he committed presented such cruelty, callousness, and viciousness beyond any human understanding, and he was sentenced to death. His response was, big deal, death always went with the territory. However, he died in 2013 due to cancer, and what's crazy is that while he was on death row, he got married to Doreen Leoy, I'm not sure if I'm pronouncing that correct, who would want, who would want to marry a serial killer who had done those things. I mean, you know, you have to know going into it who you're marrying, and I understand that there are people like that, but, you know, you gotta be some sort of, like, but the complex that you have to have in life is gonna be special. Anyway, he was even suspected of killing and raping more people, but they just didn't have the evidence to pin it on him. He never showed any remorse or regret for what he'd done, and he'd done a lot. This was a crazy one. There's a new document documentary about the Night Stalker out on Netflix. I just wouldn't re recommend, oh my goodness, watching it if you are easily creeped out and definitely not before bed or when it's dark outside or even if you're alone. So, uh, you know, just watch it when it's, you got so many people over, it's, it's really light outside, probably midday. And if you, you know, don't get scared easily. Um, a lot of that's a lot of stuff but it's graphic so be careful anyways thanks for listening to another podcast make sure to comment and subscribe and i will see you later